What do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you know, respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And today's episode is a hashtag the spill episode, which I'm really excited about because you guys know I love having people come on here, experts all over the US talking about different things and giving us their knowledge and their expertise. And you know, it's Women's Health Month or Women's History Month. I keep saying it's Women's Health Month because right now I know a lot of us are focused on health, self-care, making sure we're good mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever. And um, there's a lot of women out there doing really amazing things for different communities and trying to all of the time, right? Not just in March, but all of the time doing things to help us grow and build as individuals and as women and also as women in business. And I wanted to have somebody on this month who could really help us talk about something that a lot of us know quite a bit about, whether we want to, whether we love to, whether we have a lot of drama around, we love spending money on it. No, it's not fashion, but it's very close. Today, we're talking about hair, hair care. We're going to be talking all about just like what it means to add in hair and a hair care regimen to your self-care routine. We're going to talk about how to show up for yourself and make sure you know how to properly take care of your hair because the person that I have on is literally one of the best people to talk to about this. She's an author. She's a mom. She's somebody who's been able to change her hair world and obviously the world of others with her clients. She's worked with celebrities. So I don't think I've had anybody who's worked with celebrities on the show. I don't know. Maybe I have. Maybe I have. But today we're going to talk to one and we're going to talk about it. Um, so I'm really excited. Her name is Chanel B. If you know Chanel B, you know she's from... Arkansas, Little Rock, and she's in Dallas quite a bit. And she travels. She does a lot of different events and shows and this and this. And she recently released her book not too long ago. So we're going to talk about that. And if you're on your phone right now, go ahead and pull up your IG. Her uh, her Instagram is Chanel, two L's, one N, Chanel B. Hair. So follow her on IG real quick. Make sure you have her. We'll probably do a live later. Just, you know, if you guys have questions and want to talk more offline or really online, but over there. Um, and yeah, let us know what you think about this episode. And if you gained any knowledge and if you get the book, obviously let me know. Maybe we'll be able to do like a special promo for people who have the book or something like that. I don't know. We'll talk about it, but let's get the conversation and the party officially started. Ms. Chanel, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to talk about this. I, um, I found you on Instagram. And I hit you up. So just for some context, we have not met in person. So tell me when I hit you up, were you like, who is this person? What's going on? Why does she want to talk to me about this? <laughs> well, when I first saw the DM, I was talking to a friend. I was like, oh, wait, what's going on? Like somebody wants me to be on their podcast? Like, this is so cool. Like, I, just, I thought it was like really cool. And I love to be recognized because as a professional, we, we work very, very hard and we rarely get recognized for what we do. So when somebody um, that I don't know, a complete stranger, either compliments me or tells me that I'm, I inspire them or wants me to be on a podcast or they want to interview me, it really means a lot to me for me. So it was, you know, it put a smile on my face, especially when I saw that from you. So thank you so much for recognizing me and reaching out to me. Yay. I'm glad you didn't think it was like, because <laughs> I just be DMing people because I, I followed you for a while. Because when I was in Dallas, I, um, you know, I wanted to be surrounded by other women in business. And I follow some folks that are from Little Rock and I and just entrepreneurs. I just got into the community. And so um, I added people and I watch people and how they show up. And I've been, for me, here is been a, an interesting thing. And we'll get into that a little bit just because I know it's been for you too. Um, so for me, I'm always like looking and seeing what people are talking about. And you've got some really good content and your posts are cool because you have a lot of different types of hair that you post. It's not just, you know, one style. You have a lot of different types of hair, a lot of different lengths, people with, you know, different types of things and that they've done. And it's just, it's so cool. So I really, yeah, I've been following you for a while. So I wanted to make sure we at least did something together. So I feel like, you know what, Women's Month, this is a good time. 
Yeah, for sure. Yes, let's do this. I'm really excited. Okay, so let's get into your background. So when we talk about being a celebrity artist and a uh, an author and somebody who does hair around around the way, around the globe, I'm not sure where all you've been. Tell me how you originally got into hair care and what makes you inspired to teach people how to do it right. I'm extremely passionate about healthy hair. Um, I began my journey as a professional cosmetologist in 2009. I began um, cosmetology school in the 10th grade in high school. Um, So it's something I've always been passionate about. um, And I always love a challenge. Um, If I ever get a client to come in and they, you know, have some breakage or split ends here, like I'm I'm always trying to figure out how I can fix it. I'm a fixer when it comes to my profession and in my personal life. So um, I definitely love a challenge. I love to fix things. I love to study. I love to research. And it's just something that I've always been in love with. And I just love to see healthy, shiny hair, no matter the texture, no matter the ethnicity. Um, It's just something I really, really love. So it's just, it it comes out in my work, um, no matter what. So it's something that I've always um, just, pushed, not really pushed because I was always, it came natural. Um, and you know, my consumers, clients, customers always saw that within my work first. Um, even with doing extensions, I will always take care of that person's hair, that person's needs so that if they ever do decide to wear their own hair, uh, one day they could with confidence. And confidence, you know, that's, it's, it's a big part of hair and and the expression and the artistry and just the way that women, especially women of color, particularly black women, we're really big in hair and how we, because we can do so much with it. Our hair is so versatile and it's so unique to each and every one of us. And just like with makeup, a lot of people get really into makeup, but I feel like hair sometimes is even a little bit more, um, versatile because, you know, when we do makeup, a lot of people do makeup the same kind of way, right? Everyone right now, the trend is contouring and um, bronze and highlighter and, um, you know, light kind of shimmery eyeshadow and, and matte lips. Like there are trends in, in, in makeup, but a lot of us typically will do similar style makeups and you follow the trends there. But with hair, it's like, you could do all kinds of stuff. You can do like 800 different types of braids. You can do straight looks. You can do curly. You can do um, any sort of extensions, right? And then you've got that. There's a whole, there's, there's like 1,800 different things you can do and you can kind of set your own style. I mean, obviously with makeup, you can do that too, but I just feel like with hair, it's, it's a lot of fun. And um, it's really cool to see what people can do. So when it comes to, I know you've got the, the fixing and the, you know, helping people with, with getting better with their hair and getting from point A to point B. But when it comes to the artistry part, what really inspires you with that? Like, are there any artists or other hairstylists or magazine or something like that you really, really see? And you're like, you know, that is why I love doing what I love doing. Yes, for sure. There are other artists, um, that are more like a, a platform artist, um, like um, Kaya Wright. She's based out of LA. I love her work. You guys should definitely look her up. Um, and also my very, very favorite, uh, I call her my hair mama, um, Kim Kimball. She is absolutely amazing. She's done Beyonce, J-Lo. I mean, honestly, anybody you can think of, she has touched them, touched their hair in some kind of way. She's just really, really awesome. And she has a great hair care line as well. And honestly, I, she inspires me. Um, she has the platform and the, um, the, the, the editing, the editorial side of her. And she also has her hair salon, her hair, healthy hair care line. So she does both. And that's exactly um, how I saw my career. I wanted to do both. And so that's exactly what I'm doing. I love, I absolutely love doing it. No, that's awesome. And it's always good to have, you know, people that you look up to because mm-hmm. I don't know, it just, it, it it helps, I think, fuel that fire for when sure. you're having those days. So you're based in 
Little Rock right now, but you also go to Dallas a lot and you travel. So tell me about how you started. I, I know we talked a little bit about it when I spoke to you before, but tell us a little bit about how you started like geographically and what some of your goals are with taking this sort of hair care routine and then your book all around the world, the U.S. So yeah, so um, I resided in Dallas. Um, I moved there in 2016 um, and I was there between 2016 and 2018, the end of 2018. Um, And I really became one of the top stylists there. Um, And my clients, you know, were people from all over and we're really looking for somebody to really take care of their hair and their scalp because it's very, very important. Um, I've had, you know, corporate women to everyday women, moms, you know, entrepreneurs, just all kind of women coming to me and just needing guidance. So I was just that leader and that partner that they had in me for them to help guide them in their healthy hair care journey in order to get them to their hair care goals. Um, So once I moved, I decided to just travel back and forth to still meet the needs of my clients in Dallas as well as Little Rock. Um, I've recently added Memphis, Tennessee. Um, So I do have people like Nashville um, coming in to see me there. Um, So my goal is to just try to expand um, to other states and cities um, just around me for right now. I am a mom, so that is my number one priority. But um, I have a great support system to where that I can travel. And he actually gets to come with me sometimes. So that's really, really cool. Um, so life is great. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of my travel and my goals. Just kind of expand around me right now. And then we'll just kind of see what happens after that. Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of options. I think that expansion is always, it's always a good thing when it comes to business stuff. But I do want to get into some of the nitty gritty here. And I want to hear some stories. I want to hear some truth talk. I want to hear, I want to hear the real tea. So when it comes to some of your like from drab to fab. I want to hear like a, a hardcore, one of your favorite drab to fab stories where you help somebody who is really, really struggling get to a point where they were doing the very opposite and just glowing, radiant, happy, like living their best life with their hair when it comes to their hair. And I also mean like with their confidence too. Like you could literally see, because you, you've seen it a million times, I'm sure, where you can see someone's like, their face, their aura, their smile, like they get a little twinkle in their eye when after they get their hair done. So could you have a cool story like that that you could share where you've really been able to work with someone through their their journey, through their hair process? You know, there's not just one story. I think that every woman that sits in my chair is the story. There's many different women who struggle with knowledge of what they need to do for their own hair. And that's very important to know that we have to understand our own hair individually. Um, But everybody has a story. A lot of women do not have that education that they should have in order to have the standards and the basics for healthy hair care um, to meet their own goals. You have to have your own goals. You have to be your own hair goals, your own whatever goals, body goals, whatever. But you have to be your own hair goals in order to understand your hair, what products to choose and things like that. But everybody has a story. Um and every story is, it's different, but it's very, very similar. Um, stories like, you know, either they had some postpartum shedding after they had their child like me. Um, either they were stressed, um, they had some kind of surgery, they take medication that um, the effects were hair loss. Um, I, I, I see this every single day, every day, and I've seen this for the past 15 years. So for me, I go into every situation trying to help that particular individual understand their hair, understand what caused it, and understand how we can get there. And it's not an overnight thing. It takes time with like anything else, but it takes consistency, patience, and knowledge. 
So that's how I come with, you know, just me as professional to my clients. I always come just wanting them to be very realistic. And once they're realistic and understanding that, they are happier through their journey. They are more confident through their journey and they can start seeing results through their journey. Yeah, I mean, consistency, definitely. I think, um, you know, I'll be honest, that's, that's an issue, I think, with all kinds of stuff, right? Not just with hair. I mean, it's, it's when it comes to the self-care, I think, regimen, it can be difficult to be consistent with anything. When it comes to business, when it comes to just, you know, working out and getting to, or getting to bed at, at a good time or calling your loved ones, it's really hard to be consistent because we're all running you know, 80 miles an hour. And when you do have people who are struggling with hair issues who are taking medication, right? Typically they're taking medication for something. And a lot of times that something affects their energy. It affects sometimes their mood or their hormones, which affect their mood and their energy levels. And so it can be very difficult to be consistent. And I personally have done different hair care regimens myself to get thicker hair. I'm always trying to get thicker hair. And, um, a lot of them want you to be consistent they, or, you know, they want you to, you, you've seen this, they want you to leave it in forever. You got to leave it in. It's like, oh, you can leave it in 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, that's 20 minutes, man, or 40 minutes or an hour. And then like the longer, the better. And it's like, bro, do I really have all of that time? And so then later you don't do it and then you don't get the results. And so it becomes very hard to be consistent. So do you, can you speak to, to that, to some of these places where, it's it's difficult for a lot of us to be consistent in our in our hair care journeys and our self-care journeys. What do you do or say to people who struggle with that? Pick a day. Pick a day for your self-care. You call it your self-care day. Pick a day. Most women choose like a Sunday for their self-care day. Um, and I like myself, I on Sundays after church, I choose that day to take care of me. So sometimes I start out, well, most times I start out with medication, with, um, I'm sorry, meditation. Um, I'll either read a book or scriptures um, and kind of get my mind focused and in a positive state, in a happy state, an energized state so that I can fit now physically take care of myself after that. Um, so after I meditate, um, I read, maybe read a book or, you know, do something that makes me happy, then I can go and proceed with taking care of my hair, taking care of my skin, taking care of my nails, like things like that. So I think that is very important to not neglect our hair because our hair is who we are. It's what people see when they first look at us. Our hair is, I mean, the crown that we wear. So we, we must take care of it. We must see it as important. Um, and as we understand and educate more to consumers, they will be more willing to really dive deep into their hair care regimens and their self-care day. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes total sense. And it does, it, it matters. It matters a lot. I think showing up, picking a day, if you can schedule it out, that's been something that's been really big for me, even though it seems super, super small, is taking my phone out and just like putting it in my calendar because it's really easy I don't know if you do this, but my brain will just, oh, I'm available. No, I'm available. Even though I told myself that I was committing to that Sunday of, you know, face masks and lounging and a little bit longer meditation. And I was going to do that. Maybe do some journaling or drink some tea by the window with the cat, like whatever it was. And I'll tell people, somebody will say, hey, Whitney, are you available Sunday? Let's go to brunch. And I'll be like, word, let's go to brunch. And I'll go to brunch. And I won't even... I won't even think about it. It's like that promise I made to myself is a distant dream. And so because I, I've had to train myself to put it in my calendar, now I've tried to train myself to look. When people ask me, hey, Whitney, you want to go to brunch? Instead of immediately saying, yes, let's go. Because I, I do that. Um, like, no, hold on. Let me check. And I, I try not to make it sound, you know, you don't want to sound like that girl who's like, no, 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 I got to check my schedule. You don't want to do all of that. But check the schedule and see what you've committed to. And I think the commitments that we make to ourselves are just as important as the commitments that we make to the dentist or to birthday parties or, you know, to anything else that we commit to, we have to show up. And that I think is just the two cents I wanted to add in there. But um, when it comes to, okay, so I'm assuming you had a lot of people hit you up about this. And so over time you're like, okay, 
y'all keep hitting me up. Y'all keep coming in here with the same problem. So I'm going to write it down and package it. So tell me about that process and how that, am I on point with kind of how that happened or was there something else that kind of fed into that? Most definitely on point. Most definitely. Um, I, when I, when I moved to Dallas, Texas in 2016, um, one of the things I talk about in my book is um, pH and the pH of the water is very important when it comes to hair health and skin and skin health. Um, Our scalps are an extension of our face. And when it comes to water, the pH in the water can affect our skin and our hair. So that being said, when I moved to Texas, um, Texas has hard water. Little Rock, Arkansas has softer water than Texas. So once I moved to Texas, my hair did a 360, but in a very bad way. (laughs) It was shedding. It was dry. It was just not how it used to be and how I, I trained my hair to be. And so I did a big chop. I chopped it off and I said, okay, I'm just going to grow it back. Um, and there's something, I'm not going to tell you everything because you have to get the book, but um, in the book, it'll tell you what I did, what steps I took to get my hair back hydrated, growing and healthy. Um, so when I would post pictures, people will always say like, oh my gosh, Chanel, what are you doing to your hair? Like it, it has grown back so fast or I might do live um, videos and I might do a trim on, on, on live and they're like, your hair is thick from the roots to the tips. What are you doing? Like your hair has grown so fast and you literally just cut it off. So that's kind of where the, how the book was birthed. People wanted to know what I was doing and it's so simple. I wasn't doing anything major. I was just simply taking care of my hair. But me as professional, I know exactly what it takes to get to healthy hair. But many people don't because I think that us as professionals, we're failing the Black community when it comes to educating them. I guess in fear of losing clients, but in all reality, we're actually helping them help us. So when they're away from the salon, in between visits, they have the standards and the basic things that they can should be doing to their hair. If it's, you know, talking about detangling, um, twisting or braiding down under a unit, like different things. It means simple things that you could be doing, doing a twist out or a braid down under your unit. I mean, it could be anything. It could be something so simple and so small that can make a major difference in your hair. So just understanding. So that's what the book is about. Just understanding the hair and just taking out nuggets. Yes, the book is my own personal regimen, but there are things in the book that are standards and basics of what you need to do in order for you to get hydrated hair, keep the hair that you have on your head. Um, A lot of people don't know the tools, the the correct tools to use the correct products to use. And some product from the book can be modified as well as some of the styles. But that is why I was telling you, Whitney, about a week ago, that I was was, um, gearing up to do some virtual consultations for people that can't get to me to actually come into the salon and have a consultation to talk about the book. And to they want to do the regimen, but they may want to do a different style or maybe... Um, a different product. And I just want to make sure that they come to me first before they take it upon themselves to try to figure it out. So that's why I'm here. I want to be useful. Please use me. (laughs) Please, please use me because I am the type of professional that wants to help and educate our community in order for us to embrace what God naturally gave us. Embrace our uniqueness and just embrace our texture, no matter the texture, no matter the color, no matter the length. So I am here to just give that. So that's what the book is about. It's about standards and just basic things that we should take from the book in order to implement them in our everyday life and hair care regimens. Yeah. And I love that. And just by the way, guys who are listening, this, this book is, it's more than just like, you know, you read it and you kind of go through the pages. Like this book has 
multiple, it's basically like a, a mini masterclass in my opinion, because it is, it's so full of information. It's not like a, like the book that you're maybe thinking. Um, so definitely, definitely check it out if you are somebody who's got some hair goals, because I think a lot of us have hair goals and maybe it's just getting into that routine of taking care of it more. Um, maybe you want to start trying out different styles or you want to try out different products and you're not sure. I know that can be very expensive. I tried wearing my hair out naturally curly two summers ago and I struggled and I was buying all kinds. And then it becomes like this obsession, you know, where you're going and you're in Target and Sally's and on the internet and you're just looking for like the right leave-in conditioner and the right this and the right that. And it can be really daunting. But if you don't know what's in the products, if you don't know what your hair wants or likes, it can be really hard. So I think to Chanel's point, having somebody like her to be able to talk to, to be able to learn from is really, really important. And that's why I'm glad that she's in my network now because now I feel like I have somebody, a resource to go to and to say, hey, look, you know, this is my goal. I've been having, I've had thin hair since, I mean, I've always had fine hair, right? I've always had fine hair. That's just been my genetic makeup, but it definitely has gotten finer over the years. And again, that's genetics, right? It could be um, stress, <laughs> I stress out a lot. It could be, um, you know, diet, hormones. I mean, it's like 800 different things, kind of like with migraines, right? I get migraines, but that could be from a lot of different things. And so when you know what's going on and you know how to address it, you can then start reaching some of the goals. And so that's one of, you know, my things I'm focusing on is trying out, finding the right products. I realized I was itching a lot and I thought I was, my hair, my hair was really itchy. I'm like, damn, why am I so itchy? And then I realized I'm not losing it. I thought I was for a solid night. Um, but I used a different shampoo and conditioner the other week. And I'm like, oh, that's probably what it is. Last weekend, when I did my hair care routine, I used something different. So now I'm like, okay, well, do I want to use that again? Um, you know what I mean? And I've, because I'm paying attention. So it's really nice to have those standards and to learn these pro tips. So definitely if you're interested, the link is in her bio. Also something that's cool that's in your bio is you've got this Amazon marketplace thing, which I don't think I've ever seen before. And you click on it and it takes you to Amazon and all of your like favorite things are there, like all your recommended products. So tell me about that and what people will find if they click on that link. Yeah, for sure. So on the Amazon storefront, um, basically our recommendations that I approve. So you can go on there. Um, actually, there's different categories. So the main two categories when it comes to healthy hair care is, um, so in the book, um, Chanel B Hair Growth Regimen, in the book, there are product recommendations as well. Um, so if you go to the Amazon storefront, you can click on Chanel B Hair Growth Regimen, and it'll tell you everything that's actually in the book as far as product recommendations. Um, that you can try. So if you go out of that one and go down to the next one about um, healthy hair care, um, it is called natural hair care must-haves. These are must-haves that you must have in your home when it comes to your hair. When it comes to steamer, steam hydration basically penetrates the conditioner into the hair shaft instead of sitting on top and coating your hair. So you know how back in the day we would get a deep condition. So the, the hairstyles would put condition on your hair and then put a processing cap on top and then sit you under the dryer for about 15 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's basically kind of, um, it's conditioning, but only on the outer layer of your hair. It's not actually penetrated because it's dry heat. When you use a steamer, it's actually going to hydrate it instead of moisturize. So there's, those two terms are very different. So that's one thing we have to understand. Moisturizing and hydrating are two different things. Hydrating will actually be hydrating the entire cuticle, the entire hair strands, which means every single layer of each hair strand. So that's where the steam hydration comes in because it's moist and wet hydration because it's hydrating with water instead of just dry air. So it's actually penetrating inside of the hair cuticle. The next thing would be for my curly naturals. And there's, there, there are a such thing as a curly natural and a straight natural. For many years, I was a straight natural. I would never wear my curly hair. I will always 
just wear it straight. But now I'm a curly natural, so I never straighten my hair. I only straighten my hair when I do a trim, which is like every four months. So that is my trim schedule. Everybody's trim schedule is different, so don't just take mine. Collagen is a great vitamin supplement that you can take um, because as you grow older, we lose collagen. Um, So collagen makes up a lot of our um, just hair genetics. Um, so we want to be- make sure that we get the, the, the amount of collagen that we've had before in previous years so that we can keep um, the same strength and integrity in our hair from the inside. Um, the clips I like to use are also on there. They don't pull your hair out. They don't snag your hair. So I love these kind of clips. Um, this denim brush is also great if you do wear your hair silk pressed. It's easy to uh, wrap your hair with it. Um, also, a silk, 100% silk scarf is ideal for keeping the moisture and, hi- and the, your hair hydrated while you're sleeping. Um, most consumers and clients think that satin is the way to go, but satin actually has so many different fabrics and fibers in it, which includes cotton. And you know what cotton does? It just sucks everything out. It's just, it, complete, it completely dries your hair out. So you want to get some. You want to get 100% silk scarf, so that your hair will stay hydrated and moisturized. Um, I think the last thing on there would be if you wear your hair curly or like a um, a, a two strand twist or a wash and go. You want to pop your curls out. There is a comb on there, you know, specifically for that. Um, it says a back comber. But it's actually a comb that's like fine tooth and you can actually go from the root to the tip. And there's also, I'm sorry, also tutorials in the book, in my book, that shows you how to do these things. So you guys grab the book, go on the Amazon storefront and cop all these things so that you can have, you can win in your healthy hair care journey. Yep. I've already bought some stuff. I want to get the steamer. But I think it was like sixty or seventy dollars, and I was like, "Okay, girl, I just put like eighty dollars worth of shit in my cart. Let me like take a break and like take a breather." Some of this, just like with anything else, you want to go. At least I do. I want to get all the things, but it mm-hmm. is important because just like with anything else, you got to trial and error it. So you know, yeah, I got. Um, I didn't put every. I think there were a couple different shampoos that you had. I think you had some Paul Mitchell on one of the lists. And I was like, okay, I put it in my cart, but then I got the trial version of this other brand that you put. So I got that. I was like, all right, I'll get that. I'll try that, right? Baby steps. We'll see how it goes. And then I can get the additional shampoos and conditioners. I happen to be out or yeah, I happen to be out, which is why I used the one that I used that made me itchy the other day. Cause I had a, it was thankfully a little travel pack. I got from when I went to Cali on my birthday. So I I use that. But my point is baby step it. I think it's good to go through. And just like with the the routines, you may not do every single one the same day. So you may not do, you know, a steamer or deep conditioner or, you know, get a trim and do this all at the same time. You can baby step it. But I think having the knowledge and knowing what to do is really, really important. It's like one of the biggest first steps that you can take. And then you can sort of figure out how you want to proceed. And you give a lot of different recommendations based on what your goals are, what your hair type is, et cetera, et cetera. How much work and effort you want to put in. Cause I'm one of those like hella low maintenance people. Um, just like really like think of low maintenance. I'm like three levels below that when it comes to like how much effort and, and, and st- I really like to do, but I'm getting better and I'm getting better because I feel like I have that info um, I don't know. They have, I was listening to something the other day that was talking about certainty and action and how a lot of times we'll take more action when we have more certainty. So when we know that we're doing something properly, or we know we're going to get good results, um, or we have a feeling we're going to get good results, we have a certainty about it, then our actions reflect that. So I think having the tools that you give in this book and on your page and in some of your captions, that's the kind of stuff that's going to arm people with the knowledge to make some really cool changes. And also want to put this plug in there. So you're going to start doing virtual consultations. So if somebody has a problem, like let's say, let's use Whitney for example, because I just said I had fine hair. I want to get thicker hair and I feel like maybe 
I want to make sure because I do low maintenance styles that all of my hair is getting nourished because sometimes I feel like only the outside is. And when I put it back in like a bun or a ponytail, the middle isn't getting as much love. So those are my problems. If I want to book a call with you, you do have a link in your bio. So how are you going to, or are you going to be doing more? Do you have the bandwidth later to, to take some people from maybe out of the area? Yes, for sure. Um, so yeah, so um, when it comes to, you said that you pull your hair back in the ponytail so the middle's not getting all up, you have fine hair. So yeah, so if you wanted to go by the regimen, but your hair is a different texture than mine, which a lot of people are, um, so you think that maybe some things need to be modified, which is totally fine and something that you actually should want to do so that it could fit you and your lifestyle. So yeah, so you would just, Click the link, you would book um, under book an appointment, and then we will have a virtual consultation FaceTime. Um, we'll, you'll book an appointment, pick, pick, pick a, I'm sorry, pick a time, um, and we can just talk and you can kind of tell me your issue, tell me, show me your hair, I can see your hair um, through FaceTime, and we'll go from there. And I can kind of tell you and just guide you on the products to use, your hair type. Um, things like that. So you can, you know, win and succeed in your healthy hair growth. So yeah, so just book an appointment, take a time and we'll chit chat for about a good 10, 15 minutes and you'll be good to go. Boom. I think a lot of people should do that. So if you're listening, you have questions, just book the call and just see, see what it's like. Just be nosy. I do it all the time. I'm nosy. I click it. I learn something. And then if I vibe and I get what, you know, I feel like I'm getting this like good feeling, then you can move forward and start booking other appointments or start, you know, going to somewhere local to maybe get that trim so that you can start following the directions there. Cause that's something that I think a lot of us don't do enough of um, is getting the trims. We don't get trims regularly. And I don't know, I'm, I'm not somebody that, that typically goes to the salon a lot because I struggled with um, my hair is super fine, like I said, and it's short. And so it doesn't take me as long. So a lot of times growing up, I would, be sitting as long as everybody else who had like what I call Pocahontas hair. My sister has like Pocahontas hair. So it's very long, very thick. And she would take longer in the salon for obvious reasons, but my, I'm in and out, like in and out. It doesn't take me, it takes me like 10 minutes to blow dry my hair, 10 minutes. And that's on like a medium setting. So I actually had a lady once who would do my hair in uh, Virginia and she would charge me for a kid's cut or for a kid's style because I would literally be in and out and my hair was short. She's in and out. And I loved it. And she wouldn't charge me for extra for the deep conditioner. I loved her. But um, figuring out who you want to see and how you want to create that routine and kind of just starting new routines all in all, right? I haven't been somebody who's been going to the salon a lot, but I could be, right? If I find the right person and I'm armed with that info. So I think it's important. I do want to talk about, um, before we go, I do want to talk about different textures because I feel like it's been hard for me to figure out what texture hair I have. So what do you, do you say people should just go to someone and tell them, or I, I've looked at charts before and I find that they're not super helpful. So what do you recommend if somebody wants to figure out what hair type they are? So for one, what the world and just the black community has adopted um, over the years is um, hair types. Um, like the 4C, the 3C, the 5A, or just whatever. And to just be completely honest with you, those do not exist. Those do not exist. Um, a stylist by the name of Andre Walker actually created this concept for his hair care line. He was actually a stylist for Oprah. And he came up with this hair care line like in the 1990s um, for his own hair care line. Um, so it was only created for just him, his clientele, and his hair care line. But it was widely adopted as a hair type classification system. Um, so I'm a very honest stylist. So that is something that we were not taught in school. That is something that was not in our educational books. It is not real. Um, it's real for him. I'm not trying to knock him, but it is not something that we were taught and educated on. What we were taught and educated on were 30 different types of hair. The three different types of hair is straight, wavy, and curly. That is it. 
under those three categories, you have fine, medium, and coarse. So for me, my hair is curly and it's between a medium and coarse because a lot of people have more than one texture on their hair, especially if you are African-American. Um, so sometimes in the back, it could be fine and it could be curly. In the middle, it could be a coarse and uh, curly. In the front, it's curly and medium. Like sometimes it's two to three. It's, it's really crazy, but that's what makes us so unique and magical. Um, so you have that is the basics of understanding what products you should you should choose, um, what what styling tools you should choose, and, te- and techniques you should choose. Low manipulation hairstyles are very very important for, like you said, Whitney. You have fine hair. Low manipulation hairstyles are very very important if you want to retain hair length. Keeping your hands out of your hair is what low manipulation is. Not manipulating that hair too much because once you do that. You can manipulate it too much where it is just not agreeing with what you're doing. Once you leave your hair alone and just let it do its thing naturally, you will see your length. And most people say, my hair is not growing. Your hair is always growing as long as there's blood pumping and flowing in your body. What What's happening is the length on the very ends continues to break and continues to split. So once it's, when it becomes dry and brittle, it just breaks off. So it's constantly growing from your scalp from the top, but it's constantly being chopped off at the ends and not on purpose because it's splitting and it's breaking off. So in order to see that length and for your hair to continue to grow down, you must have be, be educated for one, have knowledge of products. Um, be consistent in your routines and your trims. Um, trim schedule is very, very important. Getting those treatments every month is very, very important. And low manipulation hairstyles is very, very important. You have to basically weigh out the options. Do I want to have, um, have the look of this finished look or do I want my hair to be healthy? You have to pick which one you want to do. If your hair is severely damaged, you have to say, hey, do whatever needs to be done in order for my hair to look good and be healthy because that is a possibility. You don't want to just, you know, be focused on just really trying to get your hair to be healthy for forever because a lot of people, what I see in the salon is they'll come get a haircut. I recommend a haircut because that's something that is needed um, to jumpstart your hair Rough journey. Um, but I always tell them you either need to go two, three, or four months. I always tell them which one to choose, of course, and stay on that trim schedule. If you do not and you go too long, then you'll end up having to cut too much because a trim is only a dusting. A cut is more than a dusting. So in order for you to see length, you must, must continue to stay on top of that trim schedule so that you can see your length. And all that makes sense. Um, and I agree too, going back to what you were originally saying about the hair types is, yeah, I've, I think that may be one of the reasons why I get so confused is because when I wash my hair and I get out of the shower or I get off of the hair bin, the back is like big, like, like huge ringlets like curls and then it's just the back part and then the front part is completely different and then I feel like too sometimes the sides are different than the front and then you get the new growth right that's super like frizzy fuzzy on the on the edges so yeah and it's it's you know it changes over time so my hair now isn't what my hair was 10 years ago or 20 years ago so it's it's changed it's definitely changed I used to rock an afro puff like a debrat I used to have a big puff I used to have in the top of my hair. I loved it. And I've gone through these different phases too, just, you know, like most people do. But I do think it's important to know where you should be, like you said, if you're going to be focusing on growing and growth and hair care, right? Making your hair stronger, fuller, whatever. Or if you're going to do certain styles and doing this, this, and this. Some people are really good and they stay on it and they can kind of do both at the same time. But I think most of us who aren't like hair care people or, you know, stylist in a way, 
um, we have to do a little bit more, just like with makeup people. There are some of my friends who they just they just know what they're doing and they can somehow take care of their skin and do really, really cool things with makeup. Um, but most of us, I think, whether we prefer it or not, we just like have interest in, you know, skincare routines more than we do makeup or we're really into makeup. And then our skin is like, we kind of just figure it out as we go. And I think hair can be very similar. So you definitely have a lot of information and you've been doing this for a while. So thank you for, for sharing all of that data. And there's so much more in the book and on your pages. And if someone wants to talk to you, there's just so much more to to learn. I have a lot more to learn. Um, is there anything else about the book or about your work or about what you've got going on for 2020 that you want to tell folks? Um, so yeah, so one of the main things that's very important is scalp detox. And I know a lot of people have been starting to see that, but it's something that I've always had my clients to do. And I practice that in my salon. So scalp detox and exfoliations are um, for people who have um, scalp conditions and um, people that don't have scalp conditions. Um, it's very, very important to detoxify and exfoliate our scalp. So this summer, um, prayerfully, I will have my first product. Um, it will be a scalp exfoliation detox. It will be a two-in-one to exfoliate that scalp and detox your hair. So your hair will be renewed and get back to its prime so that it can perform the way it's supposed to. And I'm here for it. I'm down. I'm down to do the detox. Um, it's interesting. I was just talking to somebody recently about doing, she was doing a detox, but it was like a, a gut detox. And she was taking some supplement to help clean her gut out. And, um, you know, you hear people doing it, but I don't know. I think a lot of us are scared to do it or we have these trepidations going into it. Like, oh, should we really do it? Is it going to be like, you know, weird or scary or what's going to happen? Is, you know, detoxing. It's interesting when you detox, sometimes you have these sort of um, ailments or something will happen, right? Just like when you lay off a of coffee or sugar for a while, you'll get like the shakes or you'll get a migraine or you'll just be in a really bad mood for a while. Um, but this seems like it's definitely doable. Do you have a preferred length of time that you recommend or any, any, any like pro tips there with the scalp detox? So, yeah. So, um, as you guys know, I, I love to educate. So with the product, we'll definitely uh, be very detailed instructions for people who have scalp conditions and people who do not have scalp conditions. Why you should be used it um, once a month for people who do not have scalp conditions and people who do have scalp conditions need to use it once a week. Um, so all of that, you guys will know exactly how to use it when to use it, how much to use, and um, what to use it with um, in order to get the best results. So, yeah. Okay. That sounds doable. That sounds doable. Yeah. And I, I like that you put the the cadence there of when you should kind of look to do it. It's just, I think, you know, like some of these face masks or, um, you know, facial treatments and stuff that we can do. You know, you don't most of the time need to do them all the time. Um but for a lot of people, it's nice to have it kind of on the back of our heads or in the back of our minds to say, yeah, I'm going to do this every so often, whether it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever. Just knowing that it's a good idea is smart. I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew that scalp detoxing you know, either wasn't a thing or how often they should be looking to do it, right? And sometimes I think we hear, oh, well, that's only for people who have X issue. Oh, well, that's only for people who have, you know, eczema or rosacea or whatever people have, or like severe dandruff or this, this, and this. So it's like, no, not necessarily. Um, just like people who detox, it's not just because they're trying to, you know, check out food sensitivity issues or because they have IBS or, I don't know, they have worms or whatever is going on in their gut. Um, there's a lot of reasons why you could do a lot of this stuff. So I love it. All right. So where can people find you? I know you're on, I've got your Chanel B hair on IG and that's C-H-A-N-E-L-L-E-B hair. Um, are you on any other social media platforms or do you prefer IG mostly? Um, IG is fine. I am also on Facebook, but most of my business is um, Instagram for sure. Okay. But my uh, Facebook handle is just Chanel Brooks. Okay. Okay. Um, awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. And what I would like to do is listeners, if you have questions, if you have things that you want to know, um, you're not sure if you want to book an appointment just yet, hop on the IG live with us. You'll get to see 
uh, Chanel and I chilling, talking about stuff. We'll go live for, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes. Hop on with any questions that you might have, any products you're using, if you want a thumbs up or thumbs down, or maybe you need a recommendation for somebody in your area. Um, you don't know, Chanel might know somebody. Um, so take the time, put it on your calendar. I will put out some notifications when we were about to do it. You guys know I typically do this and it is super fun. So if you have more questions, you can also drop them in the comments. So if you're listening to this on Apple or Google Play or Google Podcasts, whatever, great, or Spotify, great. But you can also go to networkandspill.com and actually find the episode and put something in the comments. I check them. I get notifications on them. You can let us know there if you have any sort of questions or you need more details. You can also DM us on social media. Super simple. If you're listening right now and you want to like give yourself a shout out, you can absolutely do that by taking a screenshot, uploading it into IG stories, and then tagging me. And I'll totally give you a shout out on my page. And yeah. Love it. And if you've been loving the show so far, definitely, definitely leave a fresh review for 2020 in the um, in the review section over on Apple Podcasts on the app. If you do have an Android device, you can acquire an iPhone via however you like. Borrow friends, take someone's, however you want to do it. You can go into the Apple Podcast app, go to Network and Spill, scroll all the way down and leave a five-star review and say something cute in the comments. It's fun and it makes me happy and it makes other people find the show. So without further ado, thank you guys again so much. Chanel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Whitney. This is fun. I learned a lot and I feel like a lot of people did too. So check out the book. If you go to Chanel B. Hare, if you go to her IG bio link you will find the amazon marketplace her book how to book an appointment and everything else that she's got going on on her on her on her feed and on her page i almost said peed i was close um and you guys know where to find me at whitney danielle coaching and at network and spill hit me up and i'll see you next time cheers cheers